Hello and welcome back to Young Nostalgia, the podcast that takes a trip down memory lane from two guys that never lived it. I'm Nolan. Beside me as Ben, I can speak today. And as always, we thank you for joining us as we talk about our passion for the past <laughs> while being young at heart. We're super happy to be back and talking to you guys again. So this is going to be a very special episode. Um, it's going to be another Then and Now, Volume 5, but... We're going to change it up a little bit. Instead of talking about other people of pop culture and how they paved the roads uh, for us to appreciate, we're going to be talking about our own roads and how we paved our own roads that we're going to appreciate and that you guys understand a little bit more about who we are and why we are doing Young Nostalgia today. This includes everything from our favorite radio memory, what we really enjoyed about radio back then, what we enjoy about it now, what our favorite cartoon and like, and how that defined our childhood. What our favorite cartoon is now. Um, we'll we'll dive a little bit more into a video game that we really enjoyed back then, and, and what we love doing now, um, as well as wrapping up with our what movie defined our childhood and uh, what we really enjoy now. And then we'll complete the episode with talking about the backstory of how Young Nostalgia really came to be, um, and 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 how we are sitting 800 miles away from each other today, <laughs> but still loving. What we do. Without further ado, Ben, how are you doing today, big guy? Oh, it's been a great day. How are you doing, Nolan? Not too bad, man. It's great to be talking to you. Um, we've literally just kind of spaced out and completed our show notes within 10 minutes, trying to sit down and make it a little <laughs> bit more free-flowing. I think it's going to be good. But we'll start the show off. Um, throughout the week, I actually posted a couple things on our Twitter and Facebook accounts asking for our uh, humble and loyal audience to give us an email and ask us any questions that they would like to know about us, um, including anything from cartoons, movies, video games, whatever. And so um, Ben's Aunt Pam actually commented on her Facebook post saying hey, that Aunt she Pam. will bite, <laughs> saying that she will bite and wanted to know what our favorite cartoon character is uh, for back in the day. So Ben, why don't you tell us what your favorite cartoon character was back in the day? Hmm. I watched a lot of cartoons, probably more than I should have. Got to be SpongeBob. Mm. Overall favorite. <laughs> See, it's so hard. You know, I would say SpongeBob if you wouldn't have said SpongeBob already, but I got to make the show a little bit more, you know, deep. Yeah. So <laughs> I would have to say that my second favorite cartoon character is probably Goofy. Like, I would watch <laughs> the Goofy movie over and over and over again. I loved Goofy. Goofy was my favorite. And I loved, like, I don't know. I just always laughed. It's just, I feel like I connected with him because I'm kind of a weird guy. I was just about to say, like, I can, I can see, I can see the reflection of, <laughs> uh, of, of youth growing up watching nonstop Goofy. <laughs> does that, does that say a lot about who I am today? Yeah. It explains so many things. <laughs> Only if these people knew the half of the stuff that... How, uh, never mind. Uh, I know, I used to live with on, this goober. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay, so what was your best... What was your favorite memory of living with, with me? Oh, geez. Should it be, like, <laughs> the most vivid memory or... <laughs> fa- fa- what's your definition of favorite? <laughs> <laughs> the one that... Uh, uh, the I, one I, that I remember you, like... No matter where I was at on the futon, I could be all the way over in the corner in my spot, <laughs> and doesn't matter what, you'd come barging in and you'd sit down immediately next to me, 
<laughs> basically sitting on top of me every single time. And it was <laughs> it was most of the way through the year. Uh, through that was junior year. <laughs> Before I said anything to you, you had no idea that that's what you did. I know. Well, the thing was, is that obviously you didn't mind too much, because usually we just start getting into the groove and play video games or something. But now that you thought about it, like, you brought it up, and I'm like, dang, <laughs> I guess I really do. So I was, like, really self-conscious about it from then on out. And then, of course, it turned into the joke the rest of the year, and you did it on purpose then just to <laughs> aggravate me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's very true. And you know what? I I can almost guarantee like if I if I you know, if we would live together again or if we would hang out again and I'm not thinking about it, I would do it again. Like I I would I would continue to do that. Oh yeah, of it's course. Just like I mean, subconscious. You did that subconscious in the first place. You know, there's nothing gonna <laughs> stop you from doing it subconsciously again. Oh my gosh. And look, this is where we are today. Anyway, we're gonna start getting into uh well actually okay, my most vivid memory that um we would go to White Bear, which was like the late dining hall that we always have. Mm-hmm. And it would be about three days into the week and our wastebasket would be filled with styrofoam carrying like take you know, out containers boxes. of our food, takeout boxes. And it would smell like a walking taco in our room all the time <laughs> because we had this huge kick of walking tacos takeout from White Bear constantly yeah. well there was there it would fill up the trash can and they're perfect because they 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 kind of nest together when you stack oh, yeah. and so yeah. it'd get full <laughs> and we would just make a new stack right next to the trash can I know, and like yeah. start stacking those things to the ceiling <laughs> and we lived on the first floor so it wasn't like it was hard for us to to take out the dang trash yeah well we lived on first floor like a couple doors down from the exit so it was <laughs> like the easiest room ever to take the trash out and we did like every couple of weeks <laughs> or, or the or the, the the best was that uh when it would come monday or something ben would have 20 alarms going off and sleep <laughs> through all of them hey man i wish <laughs> <laughs> like like i would wake up and be like ben your alarm is going off and then he'd shut it off and still go back to sleep <laughs> yeah. hey Hey man, I graduated. <laughs> you did. You did graduate, and you were late to the ceremony. No, I was not. That's don't believe you. him. That's not true. I'm not that big of a <laughs> he, bum. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was. <laughs> yeah, that was. Oh, uh, that was a lot of how my mornings went. Is I pretty much set alarms <laughs> so they'd wake Nolan up, who would like throw something at me to wake me up. It's <laughs> and pretty good. Still ignore it. Yeah, it was a pretty good system. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. All right, let's get a rolling. So we're going to talk about first what our favorite experience with radio was throughout our childhood as well as uh, now. So we're going to kick it off with our favorite memory of radio, whether it be with family, by yourself, you know, some sort of experience, how you know, radio kind of implanted a fond memory into your mind. What do you got? So I am less good at the whole coming up with memories thing than Nolan is. But mine is pretty much just an overall, I've pretty much been around just radio um, ever since I can remember. Uh, And, you know, that's not that much different than anyone else, I suppose. But, you know, I, you know, little kids (laughs) hanging out outside are mostly going to be listening to, you know, FM radio stations and stuff. Well, I spent, I grew up in the garage. um, Now that's what I call music. (laughs) Yeah, 
<laughs> um, yeah, I grew up in the garage, <laughs> and of course, that's all. It was all AM radio, and so that's kind of one of my memories. Is I've listened to talk shows pretty much forever, um, mm-hmm. and for the longest time before I even got into listening to podcasts and all that stuff. And it was mostly uh, political talk radio, and that's what I still listen to a lot of. That takes up the majority of my day, um, but you know that kind of goes and it, that. There was always a radio on, pretty much. When I get in the car, I'm one of those people. I could be going two houses down, um, but before I leave the driveway, I have to have radio on, find something I like, and yep. then I go. And I spent maybe I'll spend <laughs> more time setting it up than I actually do driving. But uh, <laughs> there's always got to be something, whether it's radio streaming, uh, podcast, AM radio playing. It doesn't matter. I just I've always got to have something playing. Yeah, I agree with you. And then, you know, even though I wasn't necessarily connected to talk radio as much as you were back in the day, but now I absolutely love it. um, I always think it's interesting because there's a huge nostalgia factor when it comes to AM radio. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's not as good quality. You know, sometimes the shows are a little bit more specific, but it, it really takes me back to something that you would experience back in, you know, the fifties and the forties and like the fireside chats and all that with, Mm -hmm. um, FDR, you know, it's something that kind of reminds me of that a little bit, something where it's a little bit more pinpointed to what the audience is is looking to, to hear. Right. And it's, it's one, it's a format that it's weird. It's, it's so popular. There's a lot of people who are diehard talk show listeners, but at the same time, it's, I don't really want to call it a dying media, but it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely fading. I mean, most of our friends, um, we have a lot of, obviously we have a lot of friends in common. Can you think of any of them that are going to turn on an AM radio station? Not unless we're around. Yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> there is still, there the people who do listen to it, like, um, like myself and other people, um, that do listen to a not necessarily I'm, I'm saying AM radio, but I'm just kind of an overall arching uh, talk radio talk show kind of thing. Um, the people who listen to those are really diehard into it, but it's also you know you got to think of percentage of overall radio listeners. It's got to be relatively yeah. small. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and and even when it comes to like certain AM radio stations, like the frequency is a little bit less. You know, it's not mm-hmm. as powerful. Um, so a lot of times the, the niche of the audience changes frequently, um, just throughout a state even. So, mm-hmm. And that kind of goes along with uh, what we've talked about with popularity of streaming now. And I, I say I listen to a lot of AM radio, but I can't, I couldn't tell you the last time I actually listened to on a radio. Oh, okay. I see <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. stream, I stream the station directly over the internet. So, I mean, that changes the game a little bit too. Um people can you can I mean you can I can listen to a local AM radio station out of California live in Ohio if I want exactly to, yeah you know so yeah. that, that totally changes the game on list you might not like anything that's in your area but if you f- find a station and can stream it well now that's another listener that is totally outside of the broadcast range most definitely okay well, uh, I'll bring up my favorite memory or memories I guess of, of uh, containing radio Probably one of my first ones was that the first time that my family ever won anything on the radio was actually really exciting. So I was actually on my paper route. I was in the middle of my paper route, probably on one of the busiest streets that my paper route went on. And so 
you know, I knew this contest was going on, but it was around Mother's Day. So a radio station um, just up north and in a bigger city than ours uh, was doing this contest for Mother's Day where you get free tickets to Carrie Underwood, a free limo ride there and back, and a free steak dinner. Um, and so my mom calls me in the middle of my paper out, and turns out that we won. So this was probably, you know, six, seven years ago now. But uh, we got the tickets and I was just like, I almost fell off my bike and couldn't really concentrate and didn't know where to deliver newspapers anymore because I was just excited. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so that, that was a very fond memory. And, and now I've, you know, been qualified for other contests on the radio. And it almost makes me think like, hey, you know what? People actually do win things because in your mind, you're like, oh, you know, what are my actual chances of winning things? But now I, I got Brian Regan tickets. You know, I've been qualified for a, a May Day giveaway here in Lincoln and all that. And, that's gonna um, totally change your mind on you know your your odds of winning because <laughs> let's be honest you're probably all ten callers in that last hey, contest. Now. Oh my won. gosh! <laughs> well, you know what? That's a very good memory as well. Being being the only ten callers to actually win something, uh, and then I <laughs> another thing that I really enjoyed is that my dad and I would always listen to classic rock when we uh, drove anywhere or rode any get rode anywhere together. Um, and he would ha- always have like, you know, we'd have our specific songs that we would roll down the windows and crank it up, especially Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. Mm-hmm. Like we hear that, um, I want my MTV and like it is cranked up. And then by the time the guitar comes in at the beginning solo, whew, it <laughs> people know it's us from a mile away. Um, <laughs> and then he'd have different mannerisms with different songs uh, for like ZZ Top or something like that. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, it was great. My dad and I always shared that great memory. Um, of jamming out together in the car (laughs) okay so i guess i don't know if we have to touch on this too much right now um since we've kind of hit the big parts of it but i don't know if you have like a favorite radio show or genre of music um whether it be now or then or you know like what stuff makes you tick when it comes to to radio shows now um Honestly, it really hasn't changed that much. Um, I still listen to all the political stuff. Um, I have my my routine, my my morning show, my midday, and my afternoon, um, <laughs> all lined up every day. Um, but then it's normally later afternoon, drive home, evening, nighttime. I always go to I always go to sleep to podcasts mm-hmm. going. Um, and that's where I get into more of the, the weirder stuff. <laughs> um, you <laughs> Which know, we've th- both like, I feel like our, our podcast, uh, our podcast liking is, is very similar. Yeah, it, it is. And we, uh, we, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Um, we'll bounce between podcasts about, uh, like the true crime kind of stuff is really oh, yeah, yeah. good. Um, conspiracy kind of stuff, and we're not, mm-hmm. you know, crazy loony conspiracy theorist <laughs> kind of guys, but we also like uh, listening and learning about that sort of thing. And then there's the the normal, uh, the paranormal, fun, scary story kind of podcasts that are always fun, yep. and those can go about a million different directions too. I mean, there's sub genres of that. Um, yeah, and they're yeah. always and we, those uh, are just fun to it, listen to. Oh yeah, and we have a section here that we'll actually talk about, you know, specific shows that we're actually listening to and have queued up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and me for now, I mean, for kind of the radio show, I really do like classic rock. But you know, being here in Lincoln, just just over a year, I'm able to like 
read back the call signs of all the stations that I uh, listen to all the time. It's like <laughs> I know their liners and all that, which I don't mm-hmm. know if that's you know I'm 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 you know I listen to too much radio, but I don't think that's ever a thing. Anyway, so what I really enjoy in the morning, especially in my morning commute, is like local morning radio shows mm-hmm. where they can you know can talk about local events going on. They have local people in, um, and then that way you know they kind of a little bit more leeway in terms of humor um and things like that as well it's not mm. it's not so clean cut um as often but sometimes i also like to tune into the bob and tom show where it's kind of tongue-in-cheek radio <laughs> um and they just always get the weird oddball news stories from across the nation so i really enjoy for me my mornings are really defined by talk so i love listening to podcasts in the mornings mm-hmm. i love listening to morning radio shows um and then usually when I'm coming home, I have a couple of DJs that I like to tune into just because of the way they deliver their information in between songs um, kind of gives me that feeling of, of a connection um, with the station. So so usually talk and everything that in the morning um, and then usually music to like half and half talk and music, but it's like one radio station that they do a good job. And mm-hmm. usually by the evening, I, I choose to go back to podcasts as well. Um, and like we said, uh, you know, our, our podcast listening ears are tuned to kind of the same stations and a lot of times that we kind of go back and forth be like dude have you listened to this show yet it's great um and and it's interesting because we kind of judge about like we don't (laughs) judge necessarily if we're going to like the show because if it's if it's what we like that kind of genre that we like we know we're going to like it but it's like how much time do we have to actually fit this in? So it's like, dude, this podcast is only 30 minute episodes. We can fit it in in a week. Yeah. Um, and everything like that. So that, that's a yeah. huge thing is because we're both, we're constantly, we have our own podcast that we listen to, but we're constantly looking for more. And that's actually a, a, a rather substantial problem is trying to keep up. Oh, um, I know. And so it, it turns, I mean, if I were to listen to all of the podcasts that I subscribe to, um, I, there's not enough hours in the day. <laughs> there isn't. There just there isn't. isn't. And and it's gotten better. Um, it's gotten a little bit easier. Some of the shows that I listen to have gone to less days a week and or just the weekends, which makes life a little bit easier. And so, but even then, I pretty much have to. I really rely on the show descriptions to kind of pick and yes. choose what I'm going to listen to. Because sometimes, if it's not something that's a high priority, I just have to kind of kick it off the list and be like, you know what? Maybe if I somehow get through this mountainous list i'll go back to it but probably not (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah and and i I even have those certain podcasts that i can't be doing anything else while listening to it or else i'll miss it like yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) podcasts where it's all some there's i don't know how many of our listeners are avid podcasters um you know (laughs) other than listening to normal radio and us uh but there's a lot of podcasts kind of go a different route, and it's more of a storytelling, yeah. Um, whether it's uh, fiction or nonfiction, um, and those ones, there's very, uh, they're very well produced. There's background sounds, there's background noises, and they're the kind of podcasts where, like you're right, you pretty much have to sit down and listen to them. Or else you'll miss everything and then you have no idea what's going on or you'll miss the best part of the story or something like that. Yeah. And so um, the main character got killed. Wait, what? What what, yeah. did I, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, they okay. they take the more, form more of a audio book rather than like a, a traditional radio show. Yeah. No, agreed. Totally agreed. Mm-hmm. I love it. 
I love it. All right, so we should probably get a move on. Man, we just hit our first bullet point, and we're uh, over halfway. Uh, okay, so what cartoon actually really defined our childhood? I guess I could I could take this one since you uh, tripped over the memory one a little bit and a little bit hard, but uh, radio is awesome. We love it. So for me, I'm a huge, huge Spider-Man fan. Like, if I could be Spider-Man, I would be Spider-Man as well as a podcaster. But Spider-Man, <laughs> I love it. So they actually had a 1994 animated series that they would continue and actually re-air up in the you know early 2000s when the first Spider-Man movie came out. Um, and I loved it. Just the quirkiness in the way that you know Spider-Man's kind of smart aleck but really dumb jokes showed through. Um, I just thought it was amazing. Amazing. And, you know, I, I just kind of really, you know, really connect with that um, and kind of just how Spider-Man himself is kind of a naive superhero compared to the others in the Marvel Universe. Um, and I really liked how he kind of catered to the younger generation um, and really kind of tying that into the comic books really well. And so it kind of just sucked you in um, and, and really made you feel like you were going along on these adventures and journeys with Spider-Man. Um and always the twists and turns, even though like, you know, most of the time it was pretty predictable, but it's always, it's always fun. Cause you never know what he's going to say when he beats the bad guy. Yeah. You know, I don't have a whole lot really to add or say about it. I, I've actually never, never watched that Spider-Man animated series. Um, I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm just I mean, I'm not a giant Spider-Man fan, really. Anyway, I mean, he's 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 okay. I I don't have anything <laughs> against Spider-Man, really. <laughs> but I just never been a huge fan, and I also I've, I you know I don't even re- I this isn't even a show. A lot of times I remember shows that I just never watched. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> to be this brutally at all. honest, I don't remember in the slightest. Uh. <laughs> but you know, I, I was thinking when okay. you were talking about identifying with Spider-Man better, just because of the the goofy quirkiness and that sort of thing. And you know, I kind of started thinking about wow, Spider-Man is a perfect character for a animated series targeted towards kids because Spider-Man pretty much is a kid. Uh huh. He was. I mean, he was a very young the young uh superhero and i think that i just got to thinking about how that probably really helps uh you know an audience identify it's you know it's not like iron man or and i'm just kind of pulling out modern current pop culture superheroes who are older um and you know that's kind of the thing especially in the new marvel movies that are coming out now spider-man is pretty much a kid yeah, yeah, and, and they so, even address him in such a way too. Yeah, yeah, and so I think that makes it uh, easy to identify with uh, a younger audience. All right, man, what do you got? Okay, well, I pretty much pr- th- this is prior to SpongeBob getting, uh, you know, pretty big and popular, <laughs> um, because SpongeBob is like the greatest cartoon ever made. I was hardcore Looney Tunes all the way. <laughs> what? Um- that's all folks <laughs> i'm hunting wabbits yeah yeah <laughs> no i like it didn't really even matter what looney tunes it was whether it was the wily e. coyote or bugs bunny or oh, daffy duck so or good. the uh Road i, oh, I really like uh foghorn leghorn those ones were 
I say now, boy, boy, I said now, boy. I love yeah, it. I know. I, I would. Okay, now I, I like them all, but I do really, really enjoy the Foghorn Leghorn ones. There's just so many good gags here and there. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if Tom and Jerry is lumped into that, but I, I really enjoyed Tom. No, and Jerry. they were. Uh, I do, I do enjoy Tom and Jerry as well. I can't remember. That was a different production company. I think. Was that like Boomerang or something? I mean, I don't know if it well, was... they're on. They're all on Boomerang right now. Boomerang is just oh, like the okay. the channel name that carries them, which I also watch now. Okay, um, I understand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Basically, anything Looney Tunes, I was, I was happy with it. And you know, it's <laughs> going back and watching them now. It's a different comedy than in cartoons now there's so much physical humor that you don't yeah. see in, oh yeah in cartoons and i i, I like and st- i like it now for different reasons than i did when i was a kid as well i kind of go i apologize for going off on a tangent a little bit right here um this could maybe be a whole topic for another show but there's so much stuff that now people don't get in looney tunes because there's you see advertisements for buying war bonds oh yeah yeah um you know, and just all, all of that stuff, you see references to the war and the war effort. Because, I mean, there there was Looney Tunes episodes that were pretty much based all... Uh, remember when Daffy Duck was trying to dodge the guy from the draft board? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, how many kids now would get would understand that? Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. And even people are... People, people our age, if they were watching that when they were a kid, they probably wouldn't have gotten it either. I just... No. You know, I... That's interesting. I, I I never actually thought of it like that. Yeah, there's so many gags that I'm sure people would have would totally go right over their heads. Yeah. Now, well, even then, like you know, sometimes these kind of cartoons could even be used as like, I would I don't want to say like propaganda, but you know, ways of kind of addressing modern pop culture conflicts or you know the, the kind of the period itself. Yeah. Well, that was kind of the basis behind the original Looney Tunes anyway, and later on it ended up turning into an actual cartoon but it was not originally you know aired on saturday mornings when Looney tunes was new they were mm-hmm. played in movie theaters yes before the movie and all yeah. that yeah yeah and they were just shorts yep. that they would play in the movie theater which is yet another thing that people nowadays would have no idea about now we have 15 minutes of previews for other movies that we don't really care about oh yeah i think you're doing pretty good <laughs> if you only get 15 minutes yeah right <laughs> it's more like half an hour <laughs> okay all right let's shift into now and kind of breeze over this um for me and i don't know if it, it just might be a timing thing but amazon prime has the entirety of the batman animated series starting in the early 1990s and i loved this as well i mean even though spider-man took the top spot batman animated series is so good so good it is so good so i good. love it and it's like so he has good. that iconic he has that uh iconic squint the music is on point like if i could get a vinyl record of batman the animated series i the would soundtrack. buy 20 of them yes i would buy 20 <laughs> and it is so good it's like 
you know, you know, they have that kind of operatic but like really intense music. So it's like mm-hmm. boo 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 boo, and like you know, he'd squint at that like you know when he lowers. Um, and, and you know, Michelle has actually been really lo- watching it with me. So like we'd sing along to the animated series soundtrack, and we would like squint at each other. It's pretty. Oh, it's funny. become a part of our lives. It's, it's been great. Um, you know, being being engaged is amazing. Can't wait till you get engaged. Anyway. Uh, that's that's why I'm at right now. Batman is interesting sidebar. <laughs> Batman Batman um, animated series from the '90s is amazing, and you know it's still like noir and very kind of dark, but it also mm-hmm. brings in humor um, and really good balancing acts between Robin and Batman. It's fantastic. Anyway, Ben, I think I know where. I, I think we all know where this is going. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm a child, and I still watch SpongeBob. <laughs> well, well, we were watching through the entirety of the SpongeBob's uh, while we were living together. Oh, you're right. You, me, and Kyle. Uh, yep. We were working our way through them. Yep, that's but true. I, I, I will be honest. SpongeBob kind of takes a nosedive after season three into season four. Um, yeah. I mean, I agree. I don't. It, it didn't get. It didn't get bad. It wasn't as good as the first couple seasons, as all TV shows, regardless of what it yeah. is. Very true. Not as bad as the newest of, I mean, it's just gotten, it's gotten to the point where I don't even really like them. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, like, I, but I would it, go back and watch season one, two, and three all day. Oh yeah, I don't know the. I like the. I like the older antiquated, uh, animation better. It's just a grainy kind of crude am- animation, which I like uh-huh. so much better than the newer, refined, um. You know, it's got nice crisp lines and smooth colors and stuff. I don't yep. want any of that crap. I want, <laughs> I want the old like hand drawn sketches. Yeah, do Bob. Well, the episode where he's like, uh, uh, "Too much sauce. You've used too much sauce." <laughs> yeah, that was his uh, we- uh, weekly performance review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, so good. No, no, I, I it, it, it nothing beats the uh, uh, the Krusty Krab training video. Oh my God! <laughs> yes, people order our order patties. Out. Um. Oh, and then uh, Patrick is ordering, and he was like, "Can I make a suggestion? Why don't you order a Krabby patty?" Great idea, Squidward. He's like, "Would you, is that for here to go?" Uh, uh, <laughs> he starts smashing his head on the register. <laughs> oh, boy. oh my gosh, we could do this. We could do this until tomorrow. I know, I know. Just we, going we, through. We should. We should really move on. Um, yeah, is there anything on. that you think that we should skip and come back to at a later date? Uh, or, or do you think we should try and breeze through it? You know, let's maybe we can skip video the, games. Let's gloss over the video games because that could be a whole nother episode of like retro video games and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, we can kind of let's just go with our favorite childhood movie from back then, and yeah. then we'll go into how young nostalgia is made. So for me, favorite movie back then is actually The Iron Giant. I love oh, that's this movie. A great one. We just um, uh, Sierra and I just watched that not too long ago. I think it was on it's on like Amazon Prime or something. Oh, okay, maybe cool. we're gonna. Have it to used check to be on then. Netflix, but not anymore. Okay, we're going to have to check it out then. But it is so good and so iconic for my childhood. 
Um, you know, just the connection between uh, this huge giant robot that kind of forms between the kid um, and, you know, just really learning to understand e- each other in a, in a way that they weren't used to being un- understood um, was really kind of cool and really telling to kids back then, especially me. Um, you know, that, and that's kind of like the way I like to look at friendships and all that. But I will tell you this. At the beginning of the movie, I always used to get freaked out at the scary movie that he was watching. <laughs> like I'd, I'd hate that part. I would absolutely at the very hate beginning when he's home alone. Yes, yeah. I hated that part. But the rest of the movie is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that that's a really good one. I have to go more of the more of the classic Disney. I got it. Toy Story. I was oh, love Toy Story. So good. Loved them. All of them. Doesn't matter which the, one. I like them all. <laughs> They're great. Hey, they actually teased Toy Story 4 coming out uh, next year, maybe? I know, and uh, I think it's awesome, but at the same time, as with anything, I just, I hope they I hope they don't ruin it by making another one. Yeah, that's true. I just, but, it's so easy just to take an idea that's successful and just beat it to death. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um but I will tell you, like, Toy Story is one of those movies that I wish I sat in the idea room or the conference room when they were, like, <laughs> drafting up the story. Like, yeah. I want to put my mind in a toy. And, like, how do I interact with my surroundings? How do I interact with people? How do I interact with other toys? Like, what is the kind of trouble that I can get in as a toy? Like, I want to be in that conference room to come up with those ideas because it has to be amazing. It has to be hilarious. Yeah, like, what kind of toy would you be and then what kind of shenanigans would you get into? Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay, so we're going to move into actually like, you know, how we got here today um, and what is the basis of Young Nostalgia. And I feel like this is a story that everyone should really know. I know we've kind of touched on it throughout episodes, um, throughout the podcast life, but we've never really talked about it in depth and kind of where our passion is fueled from. Uh, so beginnings of Young Nostalgia. So really, and how it turns out to be a lot of things is that Ben would turn me on to some sort of medium or some sort of music or something like that. Um, and then I'd gain a lead somewhere and I'd tell Ben about it and then we'd run with it together and turning it into what it is today. So Ben, why don't you give us a short little blip about, you know, what got you into podcasts? Well, <clears throat> I was, originally only into podcasts as a way to listen to my sh- my normal radio shows that I would like to listen during the day just to listen to them off hours when I had time so okay. this was still I was still listening to the political talk radio re- replays basically <laughs> um, and that was really early podcasts I mean, that was, I mean, podcasts are huge now. Everyone's got a podcast. Now, this is back when podcasts, that's pretty much what they were, was a way to people, way for, the, 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 the biggest users of podcasts were people who were listening to their radio shows just whenever they wanted to be able to pause and play and uh-huh. uh, off hours and that sort of thing. So that's how I got into it. And then it just I don't know. I just kind of it, it kind of fell together real quick, and I didn't really start branching out into different podcasts until college. Okay. Um, and even then, I got uh, I, I'll end up inadvertently skipping forward a little bit. Um, 
uh, ahead here. I, I accidentally on iHeartRadio, I was kind of skipping through channels, just l- looking for something to listen to one <laughs> night, and I found a show called Darkness Radio, uh, hosted by Dave Schrader and Tim Dennis. Um, really good show. Out of a, they weren't syndicated or anything. It was just a local AM station in Minnesota. And I listened to that, and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And I found their podcast of their show online, and I listened to it for a while, and I ended up getting Nolan involved with it. And then right away, boom, they're taken off the air, and they go into a podcast-only format. Um, And so at this time, Nolan's starting to get involved a little bit, and I start listening to the podcast. And then that's when I'm like, oh, wait, these guys are just doing podcasts. That's kind of weird. And then... I'm like, I wonder, and I just start searching around, and I'm finding more and more and more podcasts of just random things <laughs> yeah. to listen to, and so that's, and then a lot of those I'm forwarding to Nolan, hey, check this out, and then Nolan will be forwarding new stuff back to me, hey, check this out, and that's pretty much uh, pretty much grown from there. Yeah, and I mean, really, it was a be- it was the beginning of the idea of from Beyond the Darkness with Dave Schrader and Tim Dennis. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Ben and I would listen to episodes usually separately, but sometimes we'd have them on the background together. But you know, we would come together and then talk about like, oh my god, man, did you hear him talk about like you know the alien abduction in the desert or something <laughs> like that? And these people sound totally yeah. crazy. Or yeah. I know there was an episode of like when they went to the Amazon jungle and they kind of talked to people who went on an expedition there and kind of the weird. Um, you know, Houdini, who done it, um, who mm-hmm. like voodoo kind of weird stuff. Um, and, you know, it just kind of got rattled our brains a little bit. Um, yeah, and then and we so- also went really deep into I one of the best shows that they had was uh, on True Crime Tuesday where they did true crime stories and dumb crimes and stupid criminals, which was yes. really a main point of the show, which the radio show being it was Darkness Radio and it switched to Beyond the Darkness in podcast form and that's something they had to get rid of because their podcast host wasn't interested in that part of the show which is unfortunate um that they're not doing that anymore but uh yeah yeah i just had to interject that a little bit (laughs) no 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 you're 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 totally awesome uh in terms of like you know that true crime tuesday that kind of feeling of uh easy going um kind of hitting main points and then bouncing ideas off of each other and things like that that's really where we got what that's what the feeling that we wanted for young nostalgia um and then that kind of really kicked us off because at this time i was deep into the radio on our campus um and this was about end of junior year beginning senior year um and one of our top people who are inspiration for young nostalgia today ian punnett was actually um a visiting professor at onu um, and Ian Punnett, I don't know if many people out there know, but was actually a regular host on Coast to Coast AM, usually on the weekends. Um, and then he took a break due to tinnitus um, and is fortunately now back on the airwaves and you can actually catch him um, every now and then. But anyway, he was a huge inspiration. So I'm at the radio. Uh, me being my naive, dumb self, didn't really connect the dots of who Ian Punnett was. But, you know, I was in there and at this time I was a production manager, um, student manager. So I'm working on liners and doing all this other stuff. Ian Punnett comes in, starts talking to me. I'm like, hey man, I'm Ian Punnett, blah, 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 blah. And we're talking back and forth. And I kind of tell him like, this is who I am. This is what I really enjoy. And he starts just throwing out ideas like, 
you know, why don't you incorporate some sort of, you know, radio or some sort of communication into your major where it's like you obviously really enjoy doing what you do here. Um, you know, you're pretty good at it and all that other stuff. So, um, you know, I was really humbled and I was like, you know what? You're right. And so the more I got to know him, the more our topics switched to podcasting. And I told him about Beyond the Darkness and he was like, like Dave Schrader, right? Dave and Tim. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so... He actually called Dave and Tim up. Yeah, I forgot about this. This is awesome. He called them up, and I had a casual conversation with Dave and Tim telling them about how Ben and I really enjoy their podcast. We're, 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 we're drumming up ideas. Like Podcasting is something really cool that we don't know much about yet. Um, and you know, Dave was very enthusiastic and very you know humbled by the by our reception of their show um and like you know what i'm a kid on christmas and i'm getting so giddy i'm peeing my pants and so after after this conversation i come back home and i come and talk to ben about it and so ben is all like hyped up and we're all really excited and so then the next day or you know whatever the next week after ben and i really are kind of high on life after this um ian was like why don't you just start a podcast like what the hell is stopping you and then I'll take a couple steps back and you're like, nothing. And so that, you know, that night, you know, I, I barge into Ben's room and I'm like, dude, Ian is the best ever. He said, why don't we just make a podcast? And so from then on, this is where we kind of get started. Yeah, I know. And, it, and there are so many parts to that story that I forgot. <laughs> until I totally forgot that he just casually called Dave. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. Is awesome. <laughs> But, you know, there's a part, kind of a part to this. It doesn't really play a major part, but I've forgotten about it as well. Years prior, I think it might have been freshman year of college, maybe late high school. I also kind of forgot to mention, I, I list, I've listened to Coast to Coast AM for a long time, off and on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I heard, and I, I, I knew Ian Punnett from just, you know, guest hosting, and... I remember his last episode that he hosted on Coast to Coast, and he talked about how he's, you know, he's not going to be doing, uh, being involved with radio much anymore just because of tinnitus. And I remember him talking about being going as an associate professor uh, at ONU, and somehow this totally just left my brain <laughs> um it went one in one ear and out the other until and you had already mentioned stuff about ian punnett prior to all of this happening yeah and i'm just like oh ian punnett sounds kind of familiar but whatever <laughs> and then we start getting into this you're talking about radio and coast to coast and i'm like holy cow this the ian punnett the, yeah this is the ian punnett yeah yeah and then i'm putting it all together and i remember the thing where i heard like holy cow oh i knew he was going to be a professor here yep but i didn't even think about it because it just didn't ring a bell at the time and um, now both of us were like starstruck and and oh my gosh so what really started out is i mean ian was like what the hell there's nothing stopping you from doing a podcast and obviously this is something that you really care about and ben sounds like a guy that you guys could really carry on a conversation and have a good time with and so ian was there he was working on our uh kind of video production um within wrnb and so you know he would be working but i would just come in and then we'd chat for like 45 minutes and he would like literally stop what he's doing and give all of his attention to me which was like amazing i was like i've never really been able to you know meet someone like Ian and be able to have their entire attention for this entire time. And so I 
you know, and just like starstruck. And I'm like, this is really awesome. And just kind of like fueling that passion. And for Ian to be such a big inspiration for us, I think is amazing. And I think it, it, I think he's really enjoyed seeing us grow. Um, but I really want to give him, give him a shout out on this episode because he has done a lot for us. Um, I don't know. Maybe not necessarily like workload, but, you know, huge inspiration and just a, a big, you know, fan and, and, and shouting voice for us to continue um, doing what we like. You know, and I was just about to say, um, it, it's kind of funny too because all of you know the conversations that you had and the input that he had on the creation of Young Nostalgia is, I I, I really appreciate all of that and it's fantastic. But you know, I I still have yet to actually meet him. <laughs> you know what? I guess I, I guess that's true. <laughs> But, you know, we had planned on it several times. We were going oh, yeah, to be a really true. early guest on the show. Um, and we had set we had set stuff up in the past. And it, and it just it always just seemed like it, it kept falling through. Someone was busy. This this happened. Yeah. And it just yeah. never happened before we left campus. Um, and we didn't have a whole lot of time anyway. Would we start at April of our senior year? <laughs> yeah. So, no, like... I mean, we were the busiest time of the year for us anyway. And so I'm kind of bummed that that you know, worked out that way. I was, I just started thinking about that just now. I'm like, he has had so much input on the creation of this show and I still have yet, uh, to meet him. I think, I think we talked to him on the phone one time on speakerphone. No, you're right. But then we had to cancel um, the, we had to cancel the chat. Yeah. Yeah. But I, w- I've never actually met him in person. So that's, that's unfortunate. And then but. I think there's someone else that we should really give credit as well is Shane Tilton. I mean, oh, you yes. and I, you and I had times where we went to his office and he kind of gave us pointers on like where to steer our show in terms of um, communication, um, as well as kind of marketing and advertising and kind of getting our name out there. Um, and he's been great, and he's actually one of the guests that we are looking forward to having on the show. But you know, Shane Tilton was a huge inspiration for me at the radio as well. Um, and you know, when he found out about our podcast, he was actually one of the first ones that, without even like listening to an episode, he subscribed right away and was ready to <laughs> kind of dive head in first and give us any pointers along the way. Um, and mm-hmm. I think that's amazing for someone to, to, you know, even though he was a fraternity brother and fraternity um, advisor, for someone Fact to go out of their way and to really appreciate something that he hasn't heard yet but know will enjoy in the future um, means a lot to us. Uh, and, and, and to have him along for the ride was uh, fantastic as well. Yeah, I mean, we kind of fell into a really cool group of people that, you know, the the opportunity to talk to to work with these people just kind of fell in our lap. Yeah, um, and it worked out pretty well. No, I agree. It's one of those things where it's like, actually, yeah, really. <laughs> and then it's it's one of those things like, dang man, how come we couldn't start this podcast three years later, like three years earlier? Um, and then get oh, to the I point know it would have it would have worked out so much better having <laughs> maybe a full year or a year and a half or two years under our belts before podcasting across the country right Um. (laughs) oh well oh well okay so let's turn gears real quick and wrap out the episode about the birth of young nostalgia so uh, probably about you know the first weekend after we decided like hell we're gonna make a podcast about something that we really enjoy and that we're really passionate about and so we went to the kind of manufacturing college uh, where Ben usually spent a lot of his time with school. Technology department. Technology department. Thank you. Um, And then we went into a computer lab, like huge computer lab, tons of computers, a big um, uh, 
a big projector. A projector that it, was hooked it, to a computer that already had two monitors. It was a yes. it was quite a setup. And it was just us. That's it. In this entire <laughs> room. And so we sat down probably for a good forty five minutes to an hour, hour and a half, kind of jotting down entire ideas. What we did is that we kind of separated, be like, This is what Ben's passionate about, this is what Nolan's passionate about, and like, you know, obviously a lot of things overlapped, but it kind of turned out to be what can incorporate all of these things but in a pinpoint topic? And pretty and, much... And the, and the common theme was pretty much o- older stuff that we really appreciated. You know, yeah, was, like, you know, like retro nostalgia. pop culture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and then so, what got a kick the, out of us so much is that we're these 21, 22-year-old <laughs> guys and we're going to be talking about this retro pop culture. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, um, we haven't had a, a a ton of feedback. We I get I get more of it from you know my family than anyone anyone else about us inadvertently uh, butchering names. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we'll pronounce something how it's spelled and not how it's pronounced. But one of those like yes, of course we should we should be better about pronouncing things, but. A lot of these stuff, we've never actually had an opportunity to hear anyone else say it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we, that's true. We get this knowledge from reading about it, and that you know you you form how the how it's supposed to be said in your brain, and then that that's that's just the word. You know, you read <laughs> yeah. it how it's spelled, and you're like, okay, well that must be it, and then it becomes part <laughs> of your vocabulary, and then then you end up saying it wrong, and Someone's like, "Hey, that's you dope. That's not how you. Yeah. That's not how yeah. you say it." And we've even become like <laughs> conscious about trying to figure out, like, read through show notes before we start about, like, okay, this is going to give us troubles, and then we'll like write out a weird, you know, pronunciation guide, but then still butcher it no matter what, because it's like yeah. we know it's coming, but it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh. I just thought I thought I'd bring that up for anyone else, you know, who's noticed us butchering old names and stuff yeah there's a ton of them that we should know we should know better but there also are some that you know we might not have ever heard before besides just reading them in a magazine or book or online <laughs> yeah. or something so yeah most definitely <laughs> oh man so that's really kind of the basis of young nostalgia and then from there we kind of branched out and kind of saying like you know two young guys talking about stuff that we never lived through um and then we just kind of you know try to build our brand around that um and you know really we can kind of get into like different shows that we're listening to now but you know we're running long for typical episode here at young nostalgia and you know we could always um make another one-off kind of going off of this about you know where we are today in terms of our podcast listening and kind of what ideas and um inspirations do we grab from other podcasters out there um friends that might be podcasting or podcasts that we just listen to and enjoy um that, you know that could be another kind of small segment later on down the road but mm-hmm. you know th- we just wanted to open up a little bit and tell you guys why we started how we started and who helped us get to where we are and we understand that we're not a very big podcast we do it because we love connecting with the people that enjoy it whether it be family or friends or you know people have hopped on out there that um you know started from the very beginning or mid of everything we're happy to have you here and no matter how small we are you know doing a podcast isn't very expensive at all um and it's something that we really love to do together so Mm -hmm. it's something that we're going to continue to do together until these microphones break um and then all the other microphones in the world are probably out of stock (laughs) and that's (laughs) it that's about it yeah and you know when we first started doing this um, 
our thought process is yes it would be really awesome if we had uh, a sizable following that'd be really cool but you know it'd be a little bit of a bummer if no one listened to us <laughs> yeah that's but true. we would still have fun yeah yeah you know it's fun to do either and way regardless of who listens to us exactly and we know that people are listening to us out there not necessarily thousands but you know there's a there's a few people out there that at least enjoy it but you know it's just it's just been fun and honestly i think we've learned a lot just about retro pop culture and kind of different ideas out there by doing this show um and it kind of expands our horizons in terms of music and movies and culture and everything else in between um Mm -hmm. and it's been a blast yeah and you know we talked about you know not having a, a, a huge following but on the other hand our total download numbers are not so impressive, but what is is the geography in which our downloads come from. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it amazes yeah. me. We have relatively regular listeners around the entire world. Um, that includes, yeah. I mean, we have... Uh, I, if I had a list in front of me, I could break it down more by even countries. But, uh, I mean, we have regular listeners in the UK and Europe, and then uh, we've had a a sprinkling of downloads in Africa. Um, Yep. You know, uh, a fairly sizable download list in Asia. We've had quite a bit from uh, Australia, New Zealand area, Um, which really, that part boggles my mind more than total downloads, just because... How on earth does it get out there? I don't know, but like it's, people randomly finding our show out there and then regularly listening to it. Like how much? How much is someone in New Zealand connecting to what we're talking about? Which is for the most part, um, United States bound. Whether it's history or the mm-hmm. the icons we're talking about and you know that's something i think about too is you know who how much of that stuff are they actually connecting to and i guess whatever they do connect with keeps them listening (laughs) yeah no really we really do appreciate all the love out there um and you know wrapping up the show it's been great to talk to you guys about this and you know kind of get you guys caught up on you know who we are what we really enjoy and who we are today and how young nostalgia is a part of our lives so really you know if you're enjoying this and you'll help us help us even grow more um you know give us a comment on podbean get us a rate on Apple Podcasts and a review. Give us a mm-hmm. rate on Stitcher. You know, all those small little things that take about three seconds of your time, five seconds, 10 seconds, whatever it takes for you to write a review or hit the five stars, you know, it helps us immensely. And, you know, we're always going to keep on doing this, but, you know, to know that you guys are enjoying what you're hearing, um, you know, fuels that passion even more, including everyone that has helped us get to this point and all of our listeners out there. It really means a lot to have you guys there and if you really enjoy us and like to listen to us every week babble on about who knows what give us a subscribe um you know and, and we'll be with you in your little pocket mobile device or on your computer everywhere you go you'll have young nostalgia yeah i mean we we say it all the time about hey uh review rate share you know we say it all the time and you know it might get a little monotonous every show but we can't stress it enough how much that how much it actually does help just get the name out there and it spreads and we get feedback from this is what 
people like. This is maybe, you know, not so popular with the with the listeners, um, but it, it really helps. And so we really encourage that. We really encourage listeners to do that. Most <clears throat> definitely. All right, man. I think that's a good show, a little bit of a wrap-up, a little bit long, but it gives you a little uh, time to get to know us and, and who we are and how Young Nostalgia is part of us. Um, and I think I am all out of topics to cover and things to ramble on about. Anything else, big guy? <laughs> nope, nope. I don't have anything else. That was a good That was a good show. We did run a little long, but uh, I don't know. I think it was worth it. It's some good content in there. So running I a agree. Longs. Every once I in a while, it's not a bad thing. I agree. If you have any other questions or things you'd like to know about Young Nostalgia or Ben and I specifically, uh, give us an email at youngnostalgia2017 at gmail.com along with your subscription, rate, and review on any way you get Young Nostalgia is amazing. As we always say here, I feel like I've said Young Nostalgia a lot in these past <laughs> couple of sentences. As we always say here on Young Nostalgia. Keep the bottles empty and the ashtrays full. Take care, everybody. Take care, everybody.